is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. Get your lineup set. It's time for Start or Sit. Let's go. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Looking forward to getting week six started tonight with, uh, I think, what should be a very good game. Philadelphia and Carolina, but uh, we also have eight AFC home games to preview on today's show, plus a look at Dave's trade chart. What value does Ty Montgomery have rest of season? Welcome, everybody. This is Fantasy Football Today, and I want you to start playing your daily fantasy football on FanDuel.com. Sign up today. Go to FanDuel.com. Click the Join Now button and use our code CBSPOD. New users are in the NFL Sunday Million. Just make your first deposit on FanDuel and use that code CBSPOD, void where prohibited. Yo, what up, Heath? Let's start with you. Hello, Heath. Hi, how are you doing, Adam? Yeah, you can tell. Good to talk to you. You can tell I'm doing pretty well. Dave Richard, what up? What? What's up, Adam Azer? Feeling it right now. And Jamie Eisenberg, welcome to the show. Hello, everybody. How you doing? (laughs) Ah. You don't don't sound like Jamie Eisenberg. Um... Taking his spot. Dave, uh, we got a special guest today. It's Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, yeah, no. No, it's not, it's not Jesse. I would have flown in to Florida for that. Diehard fantasy football fanatic Scott Sheriff back in the studio. It's good to have you, sir. That's right. It's fall break. Time to come back to Pompano and mm-hmm. visit the friends at CBS. Talk a little football. Love it, man. Say hello. Your teams are doing well. Yes, teams are doing very well. One team's undefeated. The other team has one loss. Wow. wow. And uh, uh, I have to admit to an epic fail. There was one league where I'm the commissioner, and I forgot about the draft, and so I auto-drafted that whole team. You're the commissioner of the league, and you forgot about the draft? <laughs> it's a work league, and I was I got stuck doing another project, and all of a sudden, I, oh, my gosh, I missed my draft. And, then of course, I auto-drafted Odell Beckham, so he's gone, and... But uh, we're trying to piece uh, it together with the waiver wire, you know. It's kind of pathetic. I it is. Tell you. Good thing it's not for any dough, but, you know, yeah. just for fun. That's okay. pretty funny. Well, Scott, it is always great to have you on. Um, I think we'll, we'll bring him, we'll bring you back on a little bit later. Um, and, uh, yeah, sit tight, all right? I, th- I think you should come, you should say something anytime we say something that sounds weird. Okay. okay. And I'm not saying, like, you know, I, I like bologna sandwiches while I take a bath. Not that type of weird. <laughs> like something in our rankings that you disagree with. Okay. All right. All right, sorry for the visual here, but like I haven't taken a bath in a. When was the last time you took a bath, Dave? Last night. Really? You you take baths? Got my rubber ducky. <laughs> got my shower cap. Baloney sandwich. My scrubbing thing. Got Mr. Bubble. Okay. All right. Hey, more power to you. Uh, I want to know since you know it's Thursday now. You guys started on your rankings on Monday. Any players who are rankings risers right now for Week Six? Guys, you've gotten more excited about as the week has gone on. Sing the song, Dave. There's a song to sing? I just told the whole world I take baths. Yep. And what are you singing the song? The rubber ducky song? No, you sing the Hulk Hogan theme song. Oh. Yeah, obviously. Kevin Hogan. Yeah. I am getting more and more excited about Kevin Hogan. I know that sounds kind of dumb, maybe. But uh, I don't think it is. (laughs) He obviously – I think we've already talked about the fact that in the little bit of playing time that he's had this year – He's been exceptionally good. It's mostly been garbage time, but there were really a lot of garbage time in this game. The Texans' pass defense has been just quite honestly bad, giving up almost eight yards per attempt. They are a bottom third team in terms of fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks. 
I think Kevin Hogan is going to have a sneaky good week this week. All so right. do you stream him? Yeah, I stream him. Who are you streaming him ahead of? Uh, Eli. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you mean the quarterback that has no one to throw to and yeah, is playing I mean, against one of the toughest defenses in football about... on the road coming off of a bye? I'm shocked. How about he's a good bye week replacement? Yes. Yeah, so, like, Jacoby Brissett has been, like, the golden boy replacement. At I have him one week. spot behind Brissett. Okay. But, like, Somebody's... Case Keenum, Brian Hoyer. Ahead of all of them. How about Ben Roethlisberger? No, I'm not as down on Roethlisberger as you are. Oh, I got you a good Ben Roethlisberger. I got a good Roethlisberger stat. You ready for a good Roethlisberger stat? He's played yeah. two games with his right tackle, Marcus Gilbert. And in those games, Roethlisberger scored 20 fantasy points at Cleveland and 21 fantasy points against Minnesota. In the three games without Marcus Gilbert, Ben Roethlisberger has combined for 27 fantasy points in three games. At Chicago, at Baltimore, home against Jacksonville. So you maybe tougher matchups, but he did well against Minnesota, uh, with Gilbert. And guess who's playing this week? Marcus Gilbert. So that could help as they face the Chiefs, who have not been good against the pass this year. So that, that game is coming up later today. We'll talk about that. Dave, any rankings risers for you? None that I can think of off the top of my head, no. Fallers, or, you know. I, I did move all the Tampa Bay receivers up just a little bit. And the Arizona receivers, both the receivers in that game, just a little bit. Okay. Um, I think it's kind of understated how bad the Tampa Bay secondary outside of Brent Grimes has been so far this year. So you move the, oh, you move the Arizona wide receivers up? Yes, both. Okay. But, uh, Arizona up more. Alright. Cool. So, uh, we'll, uh, we'll take a look and, and see who we like this week. I'll give you some stats that maybe will help move people who are up or down the rankings. Any IDP recommendations? I forgot to do IDP on waiver wire and it's never too late, you know. Um, I don't, I don't know if Kendall Beckwith is gonna start again for Tampa Bay, but he's got 21 tackles in his last two games. So if you're sitting there on Sunday and you see Levante David is out or Quan Alexander is out and Beckwith is going to start, that is somebody you want to take a look at. He's 27% owned. Uh, have you guys made any interesting IDP pickups? Adrian Phillips of the Chargers. I really like how the Bolts used him last week as part of their cover three set. They did it against the team that, uh, in the Giants that use a lot of receivers, a lot of spread formations. And I think the Raiders are going to end up using a lot of three receiver sets. So we could see him back on the field this week. The Tampa Bay linebackers who have been out returned to practice yesterday, wow. specifically Levante David. Okay. I'm just looking <laughs> is available in one of my leagues and it's an expert league and I'm going to pick him up right now. Not unless I beat you to it. Yeah, same here. Mm, Dave Dave don't do it. Dave, I'm, I'm moving. Dave. I wanted to get him. Sorry about that, guys. You just took him? Nah, no, I haven't got him yet because Dave has knocked my mouse off. Okay, We're all racing to the waiver wire. Why is my internet so slow right now? Where is he? David, David, David. David. Levante, David. We're going to drop. Oh, I got, got him. him. Damn it. Oh. God, that sucks. You were trying to get him too, Adam? Yes! Oh, what a bummer. You want to trade Levante David? Yes. Make me an offer. Alright, also, the Tampa Bay defensive line, they are facing Arizona. Maybe there are some defensive linemen you might want to pick up. Just take a look at their sacks leaders and see if there's some availability there. Because I just don't know how anybody beats Gerald McCoy to the quarterback. Cause that guy is on fire. Yeah, he's gonna be owned. But maybe there are some other pass rushers that you could get. Cause Arizona is so bad against, uh, well, they give up a lot of pressure. So, uh, I want to take a look before we get into, uh, week six, starter sit. Dave's trade chart. Love Dave's trade chart. You can find it at cbsports.com slash fantasy. And I specifically want to look first at the 
Green Bay running back. So Montgomery practiced. We don't know if he's going to play this week. But, Dave, what's your take on the Green Bay running backs? Just, you know, who's better rest of season? That's an excellent question. And the guess is that they're not going to give it all to Aaron Jones just because he had one good game against a beat-up Dallas second uh, Dallas defense. That's not a guess. That's that's a known thing. Like, Ty Montgomery didn't just lose all of his opportunity because of one good Aaron Jones game. I can't help but think that Montgomery, when he's healthy, will have a chance to retain the job that he had, but I think there's just as good of a chance that he flubs it. And if that happens, then Aaron Jones is going to be the man again. Or they they use Montgomery in passing situations and Jones in rushing situations. Something I notice about Jones is that he doesn't really pass block. When when there's a passing, it's third and eight, whatever, he's running a route. And he's not as good of a blocker as Ty Montgomery. Not that Ty is a great pass blocker either, the, the, but he's better than Aaron Jones. There were a couple of plays where it was designed for him to pass block, and he didn't pass block right. on those either. <laughs> right. So he he's got a lot of work to do there. So that's, that's piece of evidence number one, that he's not going to be the every down guy when Ty comes back. But this is also a coach that doesn't like having multiple running backs. He likes to stick with one guy and that's it. And if, if Montgomery is a good pass blocker and he's still able to do the things that he was doing before, and maybe now he's got the motivation to step up and play better because Aaron Jones did what he's done, then maybe it's Ty Montgomery who ends up being a good, uh, good option. Well, and let's be clear. Yeah. It's not like Ty Montgomery was on an equal playing field with what Aaron Jones saw last week. The offensive line for Green Bay took it to Dallas last week and they gave Aaron Jones an average of 3.5 yards before contact. Ty Montgomery in the first three or four weeks of the season had an average of 1.1 yards before contact. Mm, so it's not, they weren't dealing with the same situation. If Green Bay's offensive line blocks like that, every running back is going to be good behind them. And that's obviously, do, it has a lot to do with the Dallas defense, which without Sean Lee is a mess against the run. And this will be a much stiffer test this week against Minnesota. But looking at the trade chart, Dave, you have, you have Montgomery with more value than Aaron Jones. Uh, you do have yep. him. I don't explain this to me. Why do you have? There's only one that I would really take issue with here is Christian McCaffrey more valuable than Ty Montgomery, even in standard. Because I think people still view McCaffrey as uh, a running back with big upside and lots of uh, the best is yet to come from him. I feel like that that's kind of how it is. But, Whereas fantasy owners don't view Ty Montgomery quite the same way that we do. But are you, but so is his this, value is a little lower. But the, oh, so this is based on perception. Oh, perception plays a huge role in the trade chart. I would very happily trade Christian McCaffrey for Ty Montgomery today. Yeah. Personally. Even in PPR. Yeah, I mean, PPR is going to be a better format for Montgomery anyway. Yeah, um, okay. So Montgomery uh, is like same value as Mark Ingram and Marshawn Lynch for Dave uh, on the trade value chart ahead of DeMarco Murray, ahead of Carlos Hyde. Okay, now at wide receiver... I looked at two guys here that you have, you know, pretty high. You have Keenan Allen as a 20. DeAndre Hopkins, by comparison, is a 21. And Chris Hogan is a 19. Same as Des Bryant. So it seems like you are buying in season long to Keenan Allen, who I think only has one touchdown this year, and to Chris Hogan. Part of the reason why Allen's value is so high is because I have to make it high in PPR. And there's kind of a rule that I have where you've got to be within a certain amount of points in non-PPR as PPR, but I think everybody views Keenan Allen the same way as a steady starter for your fantasy team. Haven't heard anybody complain about, well, should I drop Keenan Allen? No one's doing that. People are no. starting him every week as a must-start guy. 
And I think people should be starting Chris Hogan as a must-start guy. He's Mm -hmm. got a touchdown in four straight games. He's the new best friend of Tom Brady. And I get it because he's in single coverage a lot, and he's a red zone threat, and he works outside of the red zone. He's got good hands, runs good routes, plays a ton. There's a lot to love about Chris Hogan. So I I view him as a top-12 receiver. That's that's pretty wild, man. Way, way higher than Brandon Cooks. Yeah, yeah, how about that? Five points more on the trade value chart. I encourage everybody to take a look at it. Go to our website and check out Dave's trade chart. All right, your news and notes. There are a lot of news and notes here. I'm going to give you some offensive lines, some defensive notes, uh, and obviously some skill position stuff. But Tyler Eifert will have back surgery. And he's out for the season, and he's a free agent. So we will see what happens with Tyler Eifert. Very, just very unfortunate. Man, can't stay healthy. Uh, Travis Kelsey still in the concussion protocol as they get ready for Pittsburgh. Are you guys planning on having Travis Kelsey this week? We don't have him ranked, but at the same time, we wouldn't be shocked at all if he's cleared out of the concussion protocol at any time in the next three days. I will begin to worry if he does not practice at all today. I expect a partial practice today. All right, Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski are expected to play. Jordy Nelson practiced in full. Rob Kelly, unlikely to play. That's actually, if you're talking about somebody who could be a rankings riser, uh, I've started to think if I'm really desperate at running back, i got to take a look and see if I can get Samaj P. Ryan just, just for Here, this matchup. Here's my question, because I thought that too, and I have moved him up my rankings a little bit, but because Washington didn't play last week, I feel like maybe we're forgetting how Samaj P. Ryan's last play went. Uh, Do you remember his last play? I don't remember his last play. They pitched the ball to him on a toss left, and he touched it about 17 times with his hands but and they it said rolled out of bounds. But they said he's going to get the work, right? They said he's going to get the work. It, he's 39% I, that doesn't on doesn't mean he's Samaj going to get numbers. He's averaging 3.1 yards per He's year. not good, but this is setting up for uh, – for uh, I'm, I really need a run. Like, I'd start over Wayne Gallman if you're starting Wayne Gallman. I don't know that I would because I, I feel like there is a distinct possibility that Samaj P. Ryan walks out onto the field, they give the ball to him, and he throws it into the stands, and we never see him again. <laughs> well, that would be – throw it in the stands he or just, does he bobble it into the He stands? ran for a 50-yard touchdown, and he throws it into the stands to give it to a fan. That's pretty impressive. It's just as likely that he runs the wrong direction. Uh, all right, all right. Um, I don't think he'll do that. Ty Montgomery returned to practice. Do you expect him to play? Not as of now. Not yet, but this was a full practice. If he's got another full practice today, I'm going to start thinking, eh. Well, what does full practice mean? I don't know. You know what it means? It I, mean, means I believe it means he practiced and did everything everyone else did. Right, but he probably wasn't in pads. He probably didn't take on contact. He probably just participated with the team, did team drills. If, I'm, I'm not. I, I got to see that injury report on Friday. All right. Uh, Matt Forte may play this week. It's kind of a bummer. We're going to preview that game. Yeah, we'll preview yeah. that. Another bummer, and this is why I would start P. Ryan over Gallman, Orleans Darko is practicing. So I don't think he's going away. And they're at Denver on Sunday night, and Denver has the best run defense in the NFL. Uh, Cleveland's got two offensive linemen who missed practice on Wednesday. That doesn't mean they won't play, but they're banged up. I mentioned that right tackle Marcus Gilbert is going to play for Pittsburgh this week. Seattle left guard Luke Jokel needs arthroscopic knee surgery. He could miss week seven, which is at the Giants. They're on a bye this week. Jacksonville center Brandon Linder may not play this week. He also missed last week's game, and that didn't affect Fournette negatively. But Washington left tackle Trent Williams could miss this week's game. We'll have an update on that for tomorrow when we preview that game against San Francisco. Willie's, that could be an issue. Yeah, Willie Sneed is expected to play. 
uh, Landon Collins for the Giants, their star safety, he missed practice with an ankle injury, and they have suspended cornerback Dominique Rogers Cromartie. So I, I will, you know what, this is I think the last game we're supposed to preview, so let me go to it right now. Trevor Simeon. Uh, you guys aren't all that high on him. I feel like he's barely a top 20 guy. But I, I think it's name your score for the Broncos this week. So tell me, like, why why would you go Kevin Hogan over Simeon, Heath? I, I think Simeon's probably going to throw somewhere between 25 and 30 passes. I expect Hogan to throw around 40. And l- listen, Trevor Simeon threw a lot of touchdown passes in one game. That's basically what it's been. Yeah. Other than that, he's been Jacoby Brissett this year. Yeah, it's fair. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think Simeon could be incredibly efficient. I think he could be 202. Yeah, that's possible. Mm-hmm. That feels like a ceiling, though, with his lowered pass attempts. I, I think he's, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Rams safety, LaMarcus Joyner expected to play this week. The Oh, here's an IDP for you. The, the Niners could get linebacker Reuben Foster back this week at Washington. And Matthew Stafford did practice in full. They're at New Orleans. Do you expect the following players? Marcus Mariota. He's sounding optimistic. He thinks he's going to play. Mike Malarkey is calling it a game time decision, and it's on a Monday. I don't, I don't think we can trust it unless we hear reports between now and Sunday that say yes, he's in, he's going to go. You want to know how bold I am? You're going to? Oh, oh no, 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 no. I'm thinking. I as of now, I'm going to start Mariota over Carson Wentz, who plays tonight. I thought you were going to say you. Nope. Eat mustard right out of the bottle. I thought you were going to say that Tennessee Indianapolis is the bonanza. You, I know, but that's, I mean, it might be, but I haven't made that determination. We all know who the bonanza is this week. I, I already tweeted it. What is it? I'm not going to tell you because then you won't choose it. (laughs) Uh, let's see. Sam Bradford, do you expect him to play? No. No. Julio Jones, Julio Jones. Yes, yes, yes. Devontae Parker. Didn't practice on Wednesday. Gotta wait and see. His practice participation this season is like 35%. Uh, Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams. They're saying he's going to play. It doesn't mean that I would start him in fantasy. I would absolutely stash him in fantasy. Okay. And Kenny Galladay at New Orleans. Another stash candidate. Yeah. Do you go back to Kenny? I say yes. You do it. You get him on your bench. I'm going to try and find ways to get him on my bench. And Stefan Diggs against Green Bay. Expected to play. All right, I've got an important, delicious URL for you. It's blueapron.com slash fantasy football. Blueapron.com slash fantasy football. The food is always good on Blue Apron. I've already cooked two Blue Apron meals this week. The last one was on Tuesday night. It was a shrimp and pasta with marinara sauce and some garlic. It was so good. Uh, but this month, the food's even better on Blue Apron somehow. That's because it's Blue Apron's fifth anniversary. Happy anniversary, Blue Apron. And they are bringing back their top 20 recipes from the last five years for a limited time only. I, I, there better be some pizza on there. I actually haven't had a chance to take a look at the top 20 recipes, but the pizzas are incredible. I love Blue Apron. I want you all to sign up at blueapron.com slash fantasyfootball. Look, they actually now have 30-minute recipes available, so that will save you some time. Uh, I, it gets me and my wife cooking together. We always enjoy that. Less than $10 per person per meal gets delivered right to your door for all the lazy people like me. So get started on Blue Apron and get 30 bucks, 30 bucks off your first free, uh, off your first meal with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash fantasy football. Blueapron.com slash fantasy football. Save 30 bucks. You'll get three meals delivered to you. Save 30 bucks. 
Uh, that's blueapron.com slash fantasy football. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Tweet of the day from Heath Cummings. My eight-year-old has been in second grade for a little under two months. He just brought home a girl's phone number for the second time this year. Wow. Wow. It's ridiculous. Second he just now, I believe, got more phone numbers in his first semester of second grade than I got in my first semester of college. <laughs> wow. Good for him. So does he make the calls or do you still call and like set up play that, dates? That's or? the best part. He doesn't call them. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's never, never called either one of them. He just collects them and keeps them in a drawer. I don't know if he's telling these girls he's going to call them, but he doesn't call. That's great. Uh, and then I just want to bring up two things that Heath said on Sunday's podcast that I think are really relevant now. We've already talked about one of them. One of them was, it looks like the shine is coming off to Sean Watson. The Here's other a new thing. I will make a, an observation from the first half of each Sunday night game from now on that will be proven wrong. Right, because we do those <laughs> during the game. Um, the other was something like, oh, the Yankees are about to be eliminated from the postseason. <laughs> yeah, what a night. What a freaking night. Um, um, we want people to like us. Yankees fans are not likable. I'm likable. They've got some likable fans. I, I've never met one. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Can we do a quick round of email? Can we do emails in 40 seconds? Are you ready? This is from John. Rank these running backs. Doug Martin, Jay Ajayi, Mark Ingram. I'm going to put Doug Martin first. And then I, I, I might have Ingram ahead of Ajayi. I bet they're, they're back to back. They are back to back in my rankings. Ingram and Ajayi are 13th and 14th. Ajay Ingram Martin. You're the doing, exact opposite of Dave. That's very helpful. You're doing this week or rest of season? Yes. This, oh, okay. Uh, okay, so this is from John. Jordan Reed or Cameron Brait? I have Brait higher. I'd love to talk about Reed. Reed. I, I, I need to Tomorrow, get Dave. a feed on Reed. Tomorrow. Uh, from Miguel, Cousins or Winston this week? Cousins. Cousins. This is from Jeff. Half point PPR. Half PPR. Trade Kareem Hunt. Get Ajayi and Fitzgerald or Ajayi and Amari Cooper? Nope. Neither. Uh, from, keep, keep hunt. From McCall, Lamar Miller or Jarek McKinnon? Miller. Miller. From James. I, I, I bet McKinnon disappoints people this week. Yep. From James, grade the trade, standard. Give up Keenan Allen and CJ Anderson. Mmm. Allen and Anderson. Get back Antonio Brown. I don't like it. I think you're giving up too much for Brown. I think you are too. C minus. It's not that far off. You're still getting the best player in the deal, which is usually good. But it's an F. Don't do it. It's not an C-. F. It's an F plus. It's not an F plus. That would be a D minus, Dave. No, they're not the same. <laughs> Pittsburgh is at Kansas City. Let's get to the games. We got eight of them. And, uh, yeah, we got some good ones this week. Stat of the game. The Chiefs have allowed multiple wide receivers to catch a touchdown in the same game. Three times in five games. And in one game, they didn't allow that, but they allowed more than 80 yards to two Patriots receivers. Bottom line is, two receivers have had good games four out of five times against Kansas City. So, any interest in Martavis Bryant or Juju Smith-Schuster this week? Nah. Um, there was an article in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette kind of speculating that Martavis might be losing snaps to Eli Rogers. They were talking about moving Juju outside and playing Rogers in the slot. Is that to motivate Martavis? Ben's got a quote in here that sounds like 
It's to motivate Martavis. He takes pride in his work. He almost never makes mistakes. If he does, he grows from it. I'm just excited for him to get his opportunity again. This is he said that about Rogers. Interesting. Sounds like he's saying Martavis Bryant You're not does not take pride me. in his work. Right. Martavis Bryant makes mistakes and he does not grow from them. But maybe that's just me projecting. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, I don't know if you like him this week or not, but if if, if that's really gonna happen, Juju Smith Schuster is fourteen percent owned. And it might be a little low. He got a, a season-high seven targets last week. I mean, Ben threw a lot of passes. He caught four for 58. That's a, both season highs. So I, I don't know. That's not a bad stash candidate, in my opinion, Juju Smith-Schuster at 14%. I've actually moved Juju up into my top 48 for this week. Rankings riser alert. He is a rankings riser. Are you interested in knowing where he's been lining up? Yes, sure. Smith-Schuster? I'll be happy to tell you. All right. Right now. Juju Smith-Schuster has seen his playing time really increase. Week one, he barely played. Weeks two, three, four, five, pretty steady increase. 66 snaps last week. All but 10 of the snaps were in the slot. He's played no more than – he's played anywhere between 19 and 22 snaps in the previous three games outside. Everything else has been in the slot. I guess that's evidence that he can play outside, but they really aren't using him there. So – Kids, I guess I'm telling you that he's. He, you should expect him to stay in the slot. I am picking up Juju in a league right now. No, you're not. I'm gonna. Yep. Move, you're not in this up. league. <laughs> I'm uh, like, by the way, I'm literally like trying to move Heath. Yeah. Like, there's, I, there's there's like a small football drill happening. I there. think that was obvious during that segment when I, I was like could, gasping for could, air as you held me, pinned me to the floor. Well, I didn't pin you to the floor. That just sounds strange. But <laughs> I did try. All right. All right. I should have just chucked your laptop. I should have given it. Yes, that's. Been able to pick up that is what you should have done. That would have been a great idea. So, which quarterback you like better in this game, Roethlisberger or Alex Smith? If for me, it's Smith, and it's a no-brainer. He's been playing great. I know the Steelers' defense has done well, but they haven't taken on a lot of really good quarterbacks. Any, or any. any. They, I, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of being generous with that. And I, I think Alex Smith finds a way to put up some good numbers. I'm, I'm not sure he can get you to 28, which he's done in three of five games this year. But in those two games where he didn't, he got you to 18. I'm pretty confident he can get you past 18. I have Big Ben one spot ahead of Alex Smith. I believe he will throw more in this game than Smith will. And I'm just not ready to bury Ben yet. If if we get another week like what we saw last week, then I'm done. That's fine. But you do realize that this is the quarterback we've been talking about for the last three years is a guy who stinks on the yeah, road. Yeah, he, he, he's last, on the road. The last I, two years, he's averaging like 16 fantasy you, points per game on the road. You didn't hear what I said, though. Like the you whole said thing was, him he another was, week. he was great at home mm-hmm. and he was terrible on the road, but he broke the curse last week by being terrible at home. Ah, so so now he's now, going to have a good game on the road. That sounds logical, sure. Okay, uh, so do you like Alex Smith better than Carson Palmer this week? No. No. No, not at all. Than Jameis Winston this week? No. Yeah. All right. Back to this game. Obviously, the running backs are must-starts. Antonio Brown is a must-start. These are fairly easy teams except Tyreek Hill because, you know, you're starting Kelsey and you're not going to start Jesse James. But what about Tyreek Hill, guys? What do you expect from him this week? I've noticed that he does well in games where he gets six, I think it's six, maybe it's seven, six or seven or more target, touches, touches, not targets. He's got three games this year that have been duds. They've been low touch games. And he, he, this is kind of the deal with him. You need to have him 
touch the ball. The more he touches the ball, the more likely it is he breaks a long one for a score. I have – he's a rankings faller for me. I don't totally believe that the Pittsburgh Steelers' pass defense being awesome is just a product of who they've played. I believe they're good. And I'm feeling more and more like Kansas City is just going to give the ball to Kareem Hunt 25 or 30 times. That being said, he's still in my top 18. You're still starting Tyreek Hill. Unless you've got a situation where maybe you've got Golden Tate and Stephon Diggs and Larry Fitzgerald. I'd start them all over Hill. Okay. I'll do more Hill comparisons as we get into the show, maybe with some running backs. Uh, and Kansas City's DST is top eight. And Pittsburgh does allow the fourth most fantasy points to DSTs, but a lot of that was last week with Jacksonville. In fact, they've only allowed nine sacks in five games. So let's go to our next game, Indianapolis at Tennessee. This is a Monday night game, and only the Patriots allow more fantasy points to quarterbacks than Indianapolis and Tennessee do. Tennessee allows the second most, and the Colts allow the third most. So if we had Mariota, if we had Andrew Luck, then it would be the B word. We might have neither. We will have no luck, obviously. I mean, Andrew Luck could have some luck otherwise. Stat of the game. Uh, look at the Colts' run defense. No running back has rushed for more than 52 yards against the Colts this year. That includes Gurley, uh, Hyde, the Browns, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks guys. But it's weird. The last two weeks, it's like the Colts have done well against the primary running back, but they did poorly against Eddie Lacy. They did poorly against Matt Breida, both averaged 4.7 yards per carry or more. All of this is a long-winded way to ask you, how do you feel about DeMarco Murray, who, as Dave pointed out, is averaging like 3.5-ish yards per carry if you take away that 75-yard touchdown round? He's really been bad this year. One game with more than five fantasy points. Give me your take on Murray. Well, actually, hashtag well, actually, the past couple of weeks he's averaged over four yards per carry. He just hasn't gotten a ton of work. Yeah, but one of those weeks was Seattle. Well, that was three weeks ago. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay, and that was sorry. the game where he had the 75-yard touchdown. All right, yeah, but he hasn't gotten the work. In that game. Go ahead. Uh, hashtag well actually needs to be a new Dave Richard statement. I actually on stole the, it on this from, show. From, from Chris, from Chris Towers, who uses that. He's, he's got the, the Twitter speak down pack. Yeah. Of course. Uh, he's had 21 carries over the last two games. I would expect more from Murray, and I think we'll get it. And he's averaged over four yards per carry. In those games, and, and I think this is a matchup where with Matt Castle under center, there's no choice. They've got to lean a little bit more on that run game, and I think you're going to see DeMarco continue to dominate carries and get some catches too. I kind of like him this week. I I, I I will especially like him once we know if Taylor Lewan's playing, and I think it helps if Mariota comes back. That hurts. Yeah, I have gone back and forth and back and forth on Murray. I currently have him 15th, just ahead of Aaron Jones. But still behind Gillisley, behind Javorius. Oh, Gillisley, huh? That's interesting. It, here's like, and I somebody said this on Twitter, and I agree with it completely. If you're going to have Mike Gillisley on your roster, you're starting him against the Jets. If you're not, then I don't know why he's part of fantasy football. Why because the Jets, the Jets football? haven't been that bad against running backs. They've been really bad against running backs catching passes, and he's not going to do that. They're going to be ahead by. Two or three you scores. see their, their history at the Jets? Yeah, I They don't, don't play well at the Jets. It's a first-place game. What's that? It's a first-place game. Yeah, technically, that's true. That is technically true. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm just going to peek ahead. Uh, Tom Brady, I'm going to give you his fantasy points. The last four times he's been at the Jets. 7, 12, 13, and 23. And I think they might be like 2-2 two and two in those games. Uh, I, They might be 1-3 in those games. 
the Jets are giving up 4.6 yards per carry and 143 rushing yards per game. They have not been good against the run. The Browns were inside the 10-yard line seven times against the Jets last week. Seven times. The Browns. Okay, uh, yes. Patriots have to get there. So, all right, whatever. You know what? That, ga- that game's coming up. Let's talk about DeMarco Murray, though. Um, DeMarco Murray or Marshawn Lynch? Murray. Murray, easily. How is that easy? Marshawn Lynch has such a great matchup. Just Murray, and, you know, vocal cords. <laughs> uh, he, the thing with Marshawn Lynch is I understand you think he's going to score a touchdown, and that may very well be right. But you have no reason for expecting more than 50 yards. Yeah, I do. He doesn't play, he plays half the snaps. Two Giants running backs got about 50 yards against the Chargers last week. Two of them. Like Marshawn Lynch. They could, probably got about as many carries as Marshawn Lynch is gonna get this week. Uh, alright, alright, more on that. I mean, how many carries do you think he gets? 12? No, I think he gets at least 15. For the second time this season? Yes. Look, yeah, why would- I, I he, don't think they're going to use him like that because they know he is not their best running back. Well, then they sh- then they would use Jalen Richard more, and they don't. They did last week, but that was like they still got to sell jerseys, Adam. <laughs> well, okay, well that's still happening. All right, uh, Demarco Murray is a is a low end number one or a high end number two running back in this game. Jacoby Brissett is sixteenth for Jamie and Heath, fifteenth for Dave. So, who are some quarterbacks you would start Brissett over? I would start him over Simeon, Keenum, Hoyer, Roethlisberger. Bortles, Cutler, All right, Goff. So to sum it up. And Kevin Hogan. The only like controversial name there might be Roethlisberger, and that would be a Dave call. Jamie and Heath would start Ben over over uh, Jacoby Brissett. He's mostly a bi-week replacement. Yeah, okay, but we do know this is a good matchup for him. How about Frank Gore, guys? Frank Gore or DeMarco Murray? DeMarco Mur- Murray. Gore's in trouble. You think so? Well, I know so because I've seen how the Colts have been using him. And he he doesn't work short yardage goal line. He doesn't work third downs. And Marlon Mack is starting to bleed into um, his playing time. So neither of these guys are are they're okay. Gore and Mack are both flexes or what? Yes, I'm not. And yeah, I'm, I'm not starting Mack. I'm kind of tempted to put Mack ahead of Gore. I I don't I like I know Mack had a couple of really long nice carries last game, but he's not. He's not getting the snap count that would tell you he deserves to be started in fantasy. That's very fair, but when he does get snaps, he usually gets touches. He played 17 last week, which was tied for his most of this year. And uh, how many touches did he have? He had 10. Okay, so he's touching the ball on more than half of his snaps. He's going to get more snaps. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's, I don't know, it's a rush to kind of start him this week in week six. Plus, Tennessee's good against running backs. They've allowed 3.5 yards per carry, but two receiving touchdowns to running backs. We love T.Y. Ty- Hilton. He's top seven in both formats. Every wide receiver who's had six or more targets against Tennessee has had seven or more fantasy points in standard scoring leagues. That continued last week. Unfortunately, Dante Moncrief has only gotten six or more targets once in five games. So I'm assuming you don't like Dante Moncrief. No. If Jack Doyle plays, where would you rank him? Uh, Not highly. Light, low teens, maybe 20. If Marcus Mariota plays, where would you rank him? 12? Right around there. All right, we talked about the Tennessee running back. You're not, nobody's starting Derrick Henry, right? No. Not unless you like guys that get three point something yards per carry on five carries. Rashard Matthews, must start with Mariota, must sit without him? 
That sounds right. I wouldn't say must sit. I've got him as a low end number three with Castle. Um, it's still a good matchup. Okay. Um, and Delaney Walker. Like, are there any waiver wire tight ends that you'd start over Delaney Walker? No. Safarian Jenkins? No. Like, he hasn't been good, Delaney Walker. He's got 10 fantasy points in his last three games combined. 10 uh, catches. I think that definitely qualifies as not good. That does qualify, but the whole reason that you are starting somebody off the waiver wire over Delaney Walker is because they have a great matchup. Delaney Walker has a great matchup. He does. Colts have allowed a touchdown to a tight end in three straight games. So maybe Delaney Walker's a good person to put in your FanDuel lineup. And I actually took a look at FanDuel this morning. That was my first look for the for the week. I set a lineup. I will reveal it tomorrow, but I can tell you that I have Deshaun Watson. Heard of him on my FanDuel team. I don't have have him on any seasonal teams, but I also have the Broncos. I've got Le'Veon Bell. So that's three elites, you know, and, and that's really cool. And that's what, that's what Daily Fantasy is all about. You, you want some superstars? You can have a lineup with superstars. You just gotta find a couple of cheap hidden gems every week on FanDuel and then you can load up on the elite players. So that's a really fun, uh, you know, part of the, you know, big aspect that I like about FanDuel and, and Daily Fantasy. It's about proving yourself as a fantasy football player. You all think you're great at fantasy football. FanDuel is the place to go and prove it. And you can win some money. You can actually do that for free if you sign up on FanDuel.com. Click the Join Now button. Use our code CBSPOD. New users get free entry into the NFL Sunday Million with over a million dollars in cash prizes. Just make that first deposit on FanDuel. FanDuel.com. Promo code is CBSPOD. Void where prohibited. We got the Chargers at the Raiders. Stat of the game. Only one quarterback has scored more than 18 fantasy points against the Chargers, and that was Trevor Simeon, and he had a rushing touchdown. So nobody has reached 20 fantasy points against the Chargers with just passing stats, which is interesting for Derek Carr. And they face some, you know, decent quarterbacks. Wentz, Alex Smith, Eli Manning, Simeon, and, and Cutler. Um, so, yeah, which quarterback do you like better in this game, Carr or Rivers? I'll take Carr. I'll take Rivers. Hmm. Do you like them both? No. I do like them both. You don't like Derek Carr? I do not like Derek Carr. Alright, tell me about it. Would you start him in a jar? I would not start him in a jar. I would not start him in a car. But you would definitely start him in a bar. I like him more from afar. This, that was really good, guys. Um, okay, so, Derek Carr, coming off of a back injury that we thought might cost him two to six weeks, he's coming back after one. I don't necessarily think I trust him to be 100% healthy coming back from an injury earlier than he thought he was going to. Also, his last two games before the injury were awful. Also, I thought he was kind of a high-end number two quarterback coming into this year instead of a number one anyway. There you go. Okay. Alex Smith or Derek Carr? Alex Smith. Dave? I think I'm taking Carr. I I just I, I look at the track record. First of all, first of all, the Raiders aren't going to put him, him out there on the field if he's not in good enough shape. I think they could win this game. They could squeak by with EJ Manuel. I don't think they're they might be rushing him a little bit to get back, but I don't think that they would put their prized quarterback out there on the field if he wasn't ready to go. And I know this Chargers pass defense has been playing great. I talked about how they they made a tweak with Adrian Phillips playing last week. Uh, they, they beat a giant team that lost Odell Beckham in the second half and, and Eli looked bad and Jay Cutler looks bad against everybody. The Chargers beat up on him. They've made a couple of good plays, but they haven't really shut anybody down. They've got a one and four record to prove that. 
I think you're going to see Derek Carr play well. The track record says that he does well in his first matchup against the Chargers. If you go back and look over his career, first time he plays against them, at least 23 fantasy points. He's also familiar with the scheme that they're running. And going back to last year, he didn't have a great game at Jacksonville. It was on the road. He typically plays better at home. But Crabtree scored in that game. Crabtree scored in each of the last four games against L.A. And he, I think Derek Carr is going to be prepared, and I think he'll be good. I wouldn't be surprised at all if he finishes with somewhere between 20 and 25 fantasy points, which has been the case for him in this series the first time he plays against the Chargers. Cool. All right, so uh, Rivers is ninth for Jamie, 13th for Dave, 10th for Heath, so we like Rivers this week. Uh, obviously, Melvin Gordon is a must-start. Keenan Allen is a must-start. Are you starting Tyrell Williams? I started to come around on Tyrell just a little bit. I was ready to call him, but then reports that Mike Williams is going to play really put a damper on that because he was already having a hard time holding off Travis Benjamin for targets. If if Mike Williams is there and Hunter Henry's getting more involved, I'm sorry, Tyrell. Yeah, and it looks like like Oakland has done very well against wide receivers, but I believe they don't see a lot of pass attempts, and they give up a lot of yards per pass they, attempt. They don't see a lot of plays, period. It's been a really weird start to the year in Oakland. They're actually running the fewest plays in yep. the NFL, 54, 55 offensive plays per game, and playing at that slow pace has meant the other team's not running as many either. That's interesting. They, and Del uh, Rio knows it, too. I've heard, I heard Del Rio's interview on Sirius XM NFL radio this week. And he's fully aware that they need to run more plays. Okay. Well, they do allow the most, the fourth most passing yards per attempt, but the fewest attempts in the NFL against Oakland. And they do give up some big pass plays, fifth most pass plays of 20 or more yards. So maybe that helps Tyra Williams, but he's a number three. Hunter Henry, on the other hand, is a guy you want to start. Hunter Henry or Delaney Walker? Henry. Uh, I still think I'd go Walker. Okay. But, but Henry is top five for both of you. So he's ahead, just ahead of Austin Safarian Jenkins. You can start Hunter Henry. He, I didn't. We, they finally got the memo last week. They used him more. He ran more routes, saw a bunch of targets. He's had seven or more fantasy points in three of his last four. Okay. Now for the Raiders, all right, Marshawn Lynch, 12th for Dave, 20th for Heath in standard, and everybody's got him around 20 to 25 in PPR. So uh, three games with double-digit carries, three games with double-digit fantasy points in standard scoring leagues. Uh, just give him some work and. Yeah, if, if they'd have just given him that 10th carry against Denver. No, been fine. not against Denver. <laughs> not against Denver. But you are talking about Denver, by far the best run defense in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the Chargers, possibly the worst. They're, they're so bad against the run. Right. I'm not giving them any credit after last weekend. Really, they don't deserve any credit because even the Giants scored on them. I've got him ranked as a start. This is the highest I think I've ranked Marshawn Lynch all year long. 20th. He's, he's 20th. That's. I, I don't know how much upside you can have at 12 carries a game. How about what if, he, what if that gets bumped up though? Because you heard Del Rio say that he wants to get run more plays. Certainly, that means owning the game clock more. If, if he's he can want, do that with the run, if, well, if he wants to play faster to run more plays, I wouldn't think that would involve one of the slowest players on your team. I think he wants to run more plays. I don't know if he necessarily wants to play faster. I don't think well, he, if he's, he's trying to pull a chip. You can't Kelly. magic. You can't. That's the key to running more plays. Is you have your defense play better, so you no, have the ball it's more. Converting third downs and stopping the other team on third down. I, I do. Uh, be fine. I'm sorry to, to rush you guys. Just uh, you know, this is only I think our third game. Marshawn Lynch or Tyreek Hill. Lynch, Tyreek. 
Marshawn Lynch or Michael Crabtree? Crabtree. Ah. Love Crabtree. Going to use him in daily. I'd probably go Lynch and Standard, Crabtree and PPR. All right. Which which wide receiver do you like better for Oakland, by the way, Crabtree or Cooper? Crabtree. Crabtree. But I, I'm i starting to think maybe there's a little bounce back for Cooper this week. Yeah. Is Cooper a starter or a sit? Sit. Number three. Really? I don't know, man. If Derek Carr comes back, I don't buy this Chargers defense at all. Like they, I don't think they're good. They've allowed eight touchdowns to wide receivers in five games. The last four number one receivers have had big games against the Chargers. Just a matter of who's actually their number one. All right, I, I think I'm going to be a little more bullish on Cooper this week. But I understand he has uh, like zero fantasy points in his last three games. Three fantasy points in his last four. It's pathetic. There's there's a daily play for you. Yeah. What is Cooper? Plug, plug him in in Fanduel. I no, think Crab nobody will have him. Crabtree might score twice. Jared Cook, Dave and Jamie, not so much. Heath has Cook 13th in standard and PPR. I think once you get to a certain point at tight end, they're all pretty much the same. You're just hoping for a touchdown. Uh, Rams at Jaguars and your stat of the game. is This is kind of a tough one for a stat of the game, but uh, if you're looking at a Rams wide receiver, only two wide receivers have had more than five fantasy points in standard scoring leagues against the Jags. That's Hopkins and Antonio Brown. But they haven't really faced good ones other than that. Do you, do you know what else Hopkins and Brown had in common? Good. Against Jacksonville? No. They are the only receivers with double digit, double digit targets uh, against the Jaguars. Well, that's a lot of targets though, like double digits. But that's what it took. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm guessing no Watkins, no Cup? Nope. Nope. No. Would you start Amari Cooper over those guys? Yes. Oh, I don't know. If Happily. I do that either. All right. You gotta uh, start one, Dave. They're all three on your roster. You cup. have to have a receiver. I think I'd start Cup. Okay, no Jared Goff this week outside the top 20. Yes, Todd Gurley this week. Um, that's it. Tyler Higby is a long shot. So we go over to the Jaguars. I mean, this is, this is a really easy game. <laughs> Fournette, yep. yes. Gurley, yes. Anyone else? Would you start? Like, who's the best wide receiver in this game? Hearns. Um, and I, I might say I might say Cup, and Lee might be the second best wide receiver. You're talking about a team that threw the ball 14 times last week. They don't like throwing the ball. That's true. They see play portals drop back, it's and they true. go, "No!" And that's why they get, allow the fewest. They would rather have him get sacked than have him throw a pass. That's why they allow the fewest fantasy not. points to DSTs because they don't throw the ball. It's that's amazing that Jacksonville allows the fewest fantasy points to DSTs, and that's why Heath does have the Rams eighth. But no, uh, Dave and Jamie have the Rams outside the top 12. Meanwhile, the Jaguars DST is top five. Uh, would you rather start Alan Hearns or DeMarco Murray in PPR? Murray. Murray. Alan Hearns or Derrick Henry? Mur- uh, Hearns. I think I'd go Hearns. Alan Hearns or Marshawn Lynch, PPR? Lynch. Lynch. <laughs> All right. Jets. How about, at- how about Chris Ivory as a desperation play? Why? Uh- because they're going to run all over the Rams. I'm, you know, I'm interested to see, Dave, if the Rams' run defense gets back on track now. Like we expected it to be good. It was really bad at the start of the season, but good last week. Aaron Donald is still one of the best players. They don't have Brandon Linder, so they're going to try to run. Uh, Every run defense is going to look good against Seattle. That's true. That's true. All right, we go to the Patriots at the Jets. And uh, Tom Brady, again, 7, 12, 13, and 23 fantasy points in his last four games at the Jets. But he is the number one quarterback 
for all three of our analysts. So yeah, yeah, I'd like to know how many players playing in today's game played in the fourth of those when he had seven fantasy points. Um, that's the first matchup of 2015. Does it really matter? I mean, the fact is, this has been kind of a tough spot for the Patriots. Yes, they don't it's do completely well. Here. But it's, but if it's 11 better. different players, then that game is completely irrelevant. 100%. It's not 11. Obviously, Gronkowski was there. Well, no, I, I meant know. for the Jets. Oh, oh, oh. All right. I, I look. Sometimes teams just play well against certain teams. The Jets do well against Patriots at home. I understand that sometimes they do that, and we have that information from the past, but I just don't know that it's actually very predictive. Yeah, I mean, what am I even arguing about here? Obviously, I'm starting Tom Brady, and, and I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots blow the doors off the Jets. The Jets are terrible, even though they're 3-2. and two. Wait a minute. Is that game with seven fantasy points from 2012? Uh, yeah. Because it's the last four at the Jets. Yeah. So zero. Yeah. The Jets were a much different defense. Okay, I'm that. just saying. They look at seven. I mean, forget about the seven. He gets a bad hotel bed. And, For God's sake, land, 12 fantasy points, 13 fantasy points, 23 fantasy points. It's not even good for Tom Brady. Like, who oh, cares? They, they poisoned his avocado ice cream. Everybody start Tom Brady. I'm not trying to make the case against him. I just think it's interesting the Jets have played well at home against the Patriots. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Pass catching running backs have done very well against the Jets. Three have set a season high in receiving yards. McCoy had 49. Rashard had 51. Fournette had 59 yards and a touchdown. Duke Johnson had 63 yards and a touchdown. What do you think that means for the Patriots running backs? Give me the lowdown on those guys. They're, they are going to use a lot of running backs in this game. And because Rex is back, I think it's hard to pinpoint which guy will do what. White's been leading the way in playing time. And he certainly has been leading the way as a pass catcher. But I believe Rex has either as many or more passing receiving touchdowns than James White does this year. Is that right? Well, How many receiving one. touchdowns does White have? One each? Yeah, I think they have one each. I'll look it up. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Well, well how about rank how about rank them in standard and rank them in PPR? That's fair. Let's go with uh no Gilsley isn't or White hasn't caught a touchdown. No, you're right. He is zero. And uh what's his face? Rex did. I'm going to go Gillisley, White, Rex, Deion Lewis, Brandon Bolden, James Devlin. Okay. Starter said Devlin. Standard. LOL. All right, so you went Gillisley, White, Burkhead, and Standard, and how about PPR? I'm going to go – I might go White, Gillisley, Burkhead. Yeah, I think that's We right. just don't know what Burkhead's role is going to be. He's going to be a nuisance. He's going to mess with both Gillisley and White. He's going to take work away from both. Probably going to get 30 carries and rush for 215 yards. And then next week, he only plays special teams. All right, the last three running backs to face the Jets on the ground. Jay Ajayi averaged 1.5 yards per carry. Leonard Fournette, 3.6 yards per carry. Isaiah Crowell, 3.8 yards per carry. So convince me that Mike Gillisley is a good start this week. He may score a touchdown. Right. Case closed. Right. It's not it's not a very compelling case. No, it's not a very compelling case. I feel like it's almost the exact, them, it's the exact same case as Marshawn Lynch. Um he I, just think, I just think he has a better I think Lynch has a better matchup than Gillisley. He he does have a better matchup. I expect the Patriots to be in the red zone more than the Raiders are though. Mm-hmm. You're going Gillisley over Lynch? Yes. And Dave's taking Lynch over Gillisley. Yes. Okay. Gillisley or um, Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, Alshon. Alshon. Okay. Gillisley or Devin Funches? Funches. I think Gillisley. Funches and PPR for sure. 
Rank the Patriots wide receivers. Hogan, Cooks, Amendola. Cooks, Hogan are on the same. They're ranked exactly the same. And one of them is going to be a lot better than I think they are. And one of them is going to be a lot worse than I think they are. And you will never guess which one. And Amendola is right below them. All right. Would you start Danny Amendola? Hmm. Danny Amendola or Mike Gillisley? First standard, then PPR. Gillisley and then Amendola. Mm-hmm. Gillisley and standard, Amendola and PPR. Yeah, I just think Amendola is safer. All right. Less uh, risk. We're going to start Gronkowski, I assume. Yeah, all right. Just kidding. That's a good idea. Uh, Josh McCown. Uh, how desperate would you have to be to start Josh McCown? He's in the bye week discussion. We we know how bad this Patriots defense is. They got a little bit better against Tampa Bay, and Jameis kind of had to claw his way to 20 fantasy points last week. Mm-hmm. He really should have had a lot more. He just didn't because he's not quite as perfect as he should be or as other people think he should be. Right, he, but he did throw for 300 yards. Every quarterback's thrown for 300 yards. Would you go right. with— McCown doesn't score a lot of touchdowns, or at least he hasn't yet this year. McCown or Hoyer? McCown. McCown. All right. How about but the Jets, over Jets running backs, guys? What you know, maybe thinking? this is a case for McCown talking about the running backs because we don't think Forte is great. McGuire has had his opportunities. He hasn't done great. Uh, he had a true. bad game last yeah. week. Against a yeah, Cleveland and then defense he had one good run two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, if you take out his best run and his worst week, he's still probably averaging five yards a carry. Look, McGuire, okay. Make a lot of work. Are we starting McGuire? Because when I picked up McGuire, uh, I thought I was definitely starting McGuire, but now I'm not Forte's so sure. If Forte's out, I'm starting McGuire. If Forte's playing, I'm not. If Forte is out, would you start McGuire or Gillisley? Gillisley. Gillisley. If Forte plays, does he himself have any appeal this week? Nah. Uh, yes, as a number three ahead of, like, I would rather start him than P. Ryan. Okay. How about, like, Matt Forte or, let's say, Will Fuller? Uh, probably I, I, Fuller. Yeah, I the, the thing I keep going back to, I'm waiting for Will Fuller to have a bad week, but he's playing the Browns this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, how can you how can you get away from this guy? How about, let me ask you this, which running back would you like better if they both play? Forte, because I think he'll get more work. Yeah, Forte. But it wouldn't surprise me if even with more work, they both end up with 50 total yards max. Jermaine Curse or Alan Hearns? Curse. Really, really close. That's a good combination. Yeah, you, you don't want to start either one. They're both number threes for me. Um, I believe I will go uh, Hearns. Jermaine Curse or Demarius Thomas with a tough matchup? Demarius. Demarius. Austin Tavarian Jenkins is top six in both standard and PPR. You're going to want to start him, and we like the Patriots DST. Sixth for Jamie, seventh for Dave, sixth for Heath. I think we'll probably save the Monday night game, the Giants and the Broncos, for tomorrow's show since there are only five NFC home games, eight AFC home games. So let's do Cleveland-Houston. Stat of the game, number one. Cleveland has the number four run defense in the NFL, allows 2.95 yards per carry to running backs. So starter sit Lamar Miller. I'm still starting him because he got that work in the passing game last week that we were hoping he would get. He's going to continue to get it, too. They've woken him up. Okay, Miller or Gillisley? 
Miller. Miller or James White in PPR? Miller. Miller. That's pretty close. Who would you start over Deshaun Watkins? Deshaun Watson. Watson. Watson, yeah. Uh, Brady, Breeze, and Rodgers. Uh, I'd take Watson over Rodgers. I'd start Brady, Breeze, and Cam. You're starting Deshaun Watson over Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is playing in Minnesota. I think That's he true. destroyed into that matchup. I, I don't think he'll be dominant. I think he destroyed Minnesota last year, didn't he? he Man, did that might have been the home game, right? Yeah, the road game, not not as not good. so much. Yeah, no. Okay, That's interesting. Um, the Cleveland running backs. Any interest in these guys? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be some interest in, in Duke at the very least, right? Duke's been good. Mm-hmm. He's been making plays on limited touches, but I got a feeling they won't be so limited moving forward. They they have to have seen enough of Crowell they, by now. I move on. A I don't. I don't think they have any faith at all that Duke can hold up. And it's not like he's been great running the ball. He's really been good passing. He had six carries for twenty yards last week. That's not good. But the I, six carries is a season high for him. Yeah. I. I. I have an awful, awful league with several buys where I'm starting both of these guys. So that's how I feel about him. Well, who do you he like had a better? Season high in carries and a season low in targets last week. Who, who do you like better, Heath? Uh, I like Johnson better in both formats. He's, he's, he's touchdown heavy, obviously. He's scored in each of the last three games. Mm-hmm. He, that's, that's what I said about him coming into the year. If you go back and look at our magazine, I said Duke Johnson is pretty much a touchdown or bust type of a running back. Right. Last three weeks, he's been finding ways to score. There's gotta be something to it. And I think they'll give him more opportunities to score because this is a team that needs to score. They're gonna trail. They're gonna be trailing. It was a close game last week. Maybe, you know, against the Jets. Maybe that's why he had a season low in targets and a season high in carries. But, uh, this team, the Texans give up the fewest yards receiving to running backs, but they're playing without JJ Watt and Whitney Merciless. That's gonna make their entire defense worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. um I, I've got Duke in the same range as Ellington and Kamara. They're borderline number twos. High end number threes and standard, and their must start number twos in PPR. All right, we know Heath kind of likes Kevin Hogan. Do you like anyone in the Cleveland passing game, like as an actual start, not just a I'm desperate start? No. All right, Ricardo Lewis, ten catches, 135 yards on 17 targets in his last two games. He might be their best receiver, but that's just not saying. And he has been targeted much more highly by Hogan than he has been by Kaiser. All right, so not a terrible guy to take a flyer on, maybe in a 14-team right. league. And David Njoku does have three touchdowns in his last five games. In, Guess in five who games. threw two of them, Adam? Kevin Hogan. Kevin Hogan. I got. He's got better numbers with Hogan than he does with Kaiser. George Kittle or David Njoku? Kittle. Kittle. But Ra- Njoku is a streamer. Ryan Griffin in the same game. Ryan Griffin or, or Njoku? Griffin. I've got Griffin one spot higher. Four of the tight, Four of the five tight ends to face Cleveland this season have had a season high in fantasy points in that game against Cleveland. So that would be Ryan Griffin's turn now. So he's not a bad option here. Would you go Hunter Henry or Ryan Griffin? Henry. Henry. Uh, I think you combined the two names there. That was interesting. Henry. Evan Ingram or Ryan Griffin? Griffin. Griffin. Yeah. Obviously, we're starting Hopkins. We're starting Lamar Miller. What about Will Fuller? Uh, Will Fuller over under eight fantasy points, standard scoring. Under. You're saying he's not gonna score. I'll say over, just to be different. I would, I would try and trade Will Fuller. Do, do what you can. Well, with the targets he's getting, he could score a touchdown and still score under eight fantasy points. That's true. <laughs> but he's getting two touchdowns a game, Heath. He's gonna have to keep that trend going. When you said I'll say over, I wanted to say. I'll say, I'll say he gets somewhere between nine and eleven. 
I was, I was going to say non PPR. What's your vector, Victor? You you airplane. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, and we like the Texans defense. Heath has them ninth, but Dave and Jamie have the Texans defense second this week. Chicago I is at the lasagna. Chicago is at Baltimore. Stat of the game. The first umbrella factory in America was established in Baltimore in 1828, according to tripsavvy.com. So if it rains, shouldn't be a problem. Should not be a problem. Jordan Howard is top 10. You're starting him. Are you starting anyone else in Chicago? No. Zach Miller is a streamer. I could absolutely see starting Zach Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the most heavily targeted Chicago Bear in Mitchell Trubisky's first game. and. Kendall Wright is a low-end number three. Zach Miller or David Njoku, sir? Miller. Njoku. Kendall Wright or Elijah Maguire? Wright. Wright in PPR for sure. Maguire in standard if Forte's out. I would probably take Maguire in PPR also if Forte's out. What do you think? I'm not Maybe. sure. Maybe. I'm not sure. Okay. Kendall Wright or Alan Hearns? Hearns. That's that's one that I have uh, that's right in that range of with Jermaine Curse that I've gone back and forth on, but I'll say right. All right, Kendall Wright or Jonathan Stewart's PPR. Right. Right. Standard. Uh, I think Stewart. Right. I feel like Stewart has a better chance to score, but I don't know. Hopefully, you don't have to make that call. Don't start Joe Flacco. Baltimore running backs. Your thoughts. Buck Allen's must start. Alex Collins a boom bust number three. Allen played 47 snaps last week and had, I believe, 13 inside the Raiders' 10-yard line. Collins played 17 snaps and had zero snaps inside the Raiders' 10-yard line. They like Allen more. They trust him more. Maybe in time that changes, but it's going to take Alex Collins holding on to the football for a few weeks first. Allen or Lamar Miller? Allen. Allen. I think Allen. I had Allen higher. Let me double check that, Adam. Okay. I know Allen and PPR for sure. Allen I or... I got Miller higher. What do I know? Go with Miller. Allen or Jay Ajayi? Ajayi. And uh, Ajayi standard, Allen, PPR. Baltimore wide receivers, do you want to start either Wallace no. or Macklin? No. Not really. Okay. Double no. Ben Watson or Zach Miller? Miller. I believe I have Watson higher. Okay. I think they're close. And Baltimore's DST is top five. And that's it. Scott Sheriff, how'd we do today? Good. Yeah. Covered a lot of, covered a lot of ground. Gave me some good, nice tips for my daily lineups. What was the dumbest thing you heard? Uh, when you showed him that pen top and he thought about Hogan. (laughs) That was before the show. Oh, that was because he he said that. No, it wasn't. Am I crazy? It was was on the air, bro. It was on the show. It was. Now this is the dumbest thing he's heard. Yeah, there you (laughs) go. Yeah, I thought it was before the show. Oh man, that was fun. That was fun, guys. It is Thursday, so get get excited for Thursday night football. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll recap the game. We'll preview the five NFC home games plus Monday night football. Giants at Broncos. For some reason, we're going to preview it. And that's it. I'm Adam for Dave, for Heath, for Scott Sheriff, our special guest. Take it easy, everybody. Till Friday. Go Eagles. Whoa, I'm not letting him sneak that. I guess I am. See you later.